I'm Liz Finlay, and welcome to this podcast series on inspiring spiritual entrepreneurs. We'll be chatting with some of the wonderful business owners who come to Starseed Business Networking. This is a free monthly meeting I co-host on Zoom with Steve Nobel, and you can find details of the next meeting on the events page of my website, lizfinlay.com. Today, we have the pleasure of chatting with Giselle Brunn. Giselle created a migraine recovery program called The Rich Process. She also offers energy healing sessions, workshops, and meditations. So, Giselle, welcome. Thank you for having me, Liz. It's such a pleasure. So, please share with us why you started your business and your journey to healing. Well, my journey began... It's, it's a total of 11 years of migraine suffering. And the longest that I ever had was the beginning of my journey to recovery. It was for two months long, every day, all day. And um, unfortunately, you know, uh, at that time, this is uh, quite a long time ago, I was in still in the mindset that you know, that meds were going to help me and so forth. So I, you know, I took the whole gamut, I, I did the whole process. These were so intense, that I would end up throwing up, I would end up uh, in so much pain, I just wanted to die every day, I was living in the dark, I felt like a vampire for the lack of a better description of oh, sharing. <laughs> and, and, and because of that, you know, um, I was really propelled to to finding a solution to my predicament. But it didn't happen overnight. It took a long time to get there. Those two months felt like two years, because I couldn't eat, uh, the only solace I had and the only life I had was via the sleep time. So when I was asleep, I felt that I was at peace because I didn't have the pain. But as soon as I woke up, the pain was still there. Although it became a dull thud on occasion, I had uh, some times that I could go and have a walk outside. I did have good days through that, but they were still there. And my goal at, the, at that point in time was just, you know, just to survive through them all. I didn't realize that there was a recovery process. And that slowly became, made itself known, if you will, to me over the course of that time frame. I remember always having a belief in angels. And they were, you know, whether they're my guides or not, um, they could be both for all I knew at the time. But I used to have some time when I was in pain, I'd wake up and it was so bad, I would cry. And later on, I found out that, you know, by crying, and then you hyperventilate, you actually increase the pain tenfold, it made it even oh. more, more uh, traumatic for me. And it made it even worse. So therefore, I had to find a, a middle ground, if you will, to kind of navigate this. And it was I didn't know what to do. So I used to say my angels, my angels, you know, I need help, God help, you know, so you know, through that, that pain and the crying, I remember feeling them. And it was like, just hands like this. And it was like, they were there. And eventually, I mean, what I know now is different. Uh, I know that 
they were really there and they were helping me navigate this and they were actually teaching me. They taught me how to breathe. And that was the first thing I was taught by them through this process is that the slower I, the slower I breathed, like, and the deeper I breathe, I should say, is that it would slow the, the pain down just a tad. I mean, it was just a little tiny bit, but you know what? That little tiny bit really made a difference. Made so, it manageable. Yes. It's slowly, you know, I mean, although I was like a walking zombie because I was on so many meds, you wouldn't, you wouldn't recognize me today. I was like always white as a sheet and I looked like, I really did look like a vampire. <laughs> I really did. I mean, I was like really I like a walking dead because of all these drugs in my system. I was just so, uh, you know, it was just one of those things. But, um, you know, so at at that point in time, I was going in and out of emergency, getting Demerol gravel shots and getting all these different meds. And after a while, these things did not really work for me. And uh, the culmination of these two months was pretty intense. And um, I remember this one day, my brother and my and and his girlfriend at the time came to visit me. And uh, it was nice because I felt very alone for those two months. I felt very, very, very alone. Uh, and it was nice to have his presence. And he came and I had an appointment at that point. And I did not know how I was going to get there. So when they came and uh, they actually went <laughs> and they were in so much shock, he didn't know what to expect. And when he saw me, I think he just was like thrown for a loop because I didn't look like myself. So they helped me get to the clinic, which was right across the street at the time. So it was really close by, thankfully. And we got to the clinic where my doctor uh, then, you know, was she was there and um, she was the best doctor I had found over the course. And I'd had several and uh, she was the one doctor that actually suffered them as well. So she really did understand me and where I was coming from and what I was going through. And when she took, when she saw me, she took one look at me and she said, Giselle, what are you doing here? And I was like, if you don't know by now, I can't help you, right? I don't know what I, what I can say. And, 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 you know, I was trying to make light of it. And because I had just finished telling her, she asked me, what meds did I take? What was happening? And so that was my response after giving her the list of, you know, I had taken three of each or four of some of the pills that I had over, I don't know what kind of cocktail I had in my system, but it was so bad. She was looked at me and she went, what are you doing here? And I said, I couldn't understand what she meant by that. She said, Giselle, you're standing. I don't know how you are standing. You should be dead. Wow. And that was, that was kind of like that big elephant in the room for me. It was my wake up call. It's like, okay, this is not working. I yeah. got to do something. Something's you know? got to change. Yes. I, I can't, I can't live like this. This is no life for anyone. And I wouldn't welcome it on anyone either. I remember saying, I wouldn't even wish this on my worst enemy. That's how bad it was. Wow. You know, when you want to die every day, it's not a cool thing. And I came back close to doing it, which was not intentional. It was like, okay, we got to do something. And she said, you cannot do this anymore. You have to find another way to have a life. Giselle, this is not helping you. 
And I said, no, I agree. And then, so that was my, basically the beginning of my journey. I had a lot of research that I had to start doing despite the pain. And I was thankful because I already had a chiropractor that I've, that I'd known from the beginning, but my goal at this point was complete recovery. I wanted no more, keep going to appointments all the time and never getting to a solution. This was not where I wanted to go with my life. I wanted to have fun in my life. I wanted to enjoy it as most of us do. Right. So at the end of the day, it was like, okay, so let's begin this journey and let's do it. So the long and short of this is that I ended up getting to, um, I had found, um, this is near the end of my, my, my journey in, in the research of all this alternative healthcare that I chose to try. And um, so the, at the end of the journey, near the end of the journey, I found what was called, uh, and I think it's still available, it's called Meditation in Hypnosis. And it was, her, it was run by uh, a Dr. Chen. And um, he was right at the end of my street. So it wasn't far for me to go. We started, I started working with him. And they used to have meditation uh, in hypnosis group sessions in the evenings. And, and I felt good enough to attend one one evening. And after the session, I remember, you know, there was a few people and we started saying hi, you know, you, how you kind of socialize afterwards. And I met a Reiki pr- practitioner and the irony of this was that she lived right above, right above the clinic. So uh-huh. I was like, uh, and I knew, and you want to laugh even further, Liz, this is even one day on one of my good days, I was having a walk in the park and the word Reiki popped into my head out of nowhere. I didn't even know what it meant. So when I met her that night, I knew that I put two and two together and I went, okay, Thank you. I knew my angels had helped me there. And I waited for her to get her master's degree so I could study under her. But I went for a session. And this was the beginning of the journey to the creation of the rich process for me. But I swear, once I got to the to to get the Reiki done, and then I started reprogramming my mind as the outsider looking in and all that it took a little while longer from that two months. But once I got that all gelled, I was able to get out of that nightmare and into the life that I'm now leading and able to share with all of you. So that's basically my story in a nutshell, Liz. (laughs) And you're busy writing a book about your story. I am. And I hope to have it published by the end of this year, early next year, and all depending how it flows. But uh, yes, I'm looking forward to finishing that and being able to reach more people to help them on their journey so that they can too can learn how to heal themselves. We all have that power within us. It's just sometimes we need some guidance. And I'm just a guide, like a facilitator to help that happen for them. And so can you share with us one thing that has helped you in your business to help inspire the listeners? Well, what's inspired me is I was, I was led, like I'm led everywhere I go. I was truly led uh, to, and I found through that wonderful little 
you know, inspiration from, from creator and my guides that I found Steve, I found Mr. Steve Noble on, on YouTube and connected completely with what his work is about, because I have similarities in, in the work that I do in terms of the meditations and it just gelled for me. And I loved his work so much that then I found out about the Starred Seed Networking that you and Steve created. And I decided to join. I was being very, very much pulled towards that. And I had the pleasure of meeting so many like-minded individuals that it really catapulted my confidence in being able to share who I am and what I offer with thousands of people worldwide. Hopefully at some point I can reach that many people and, uh, you know, be, because I, I am in service to humanity and that's my mission is to show people how they can heal themselves on their journey. And I think that the Starseed Networking was the biggest fundamentally, um, I'm losing my track, but <laughs> it, it was a fundamental uh, inspiration and it really put me out of my comfort zone enough to be able to really continue that because now I'm able to do uh, I've interviewed on other podcasts so I'm having the confidence that I need to put my work forward oh that's so wonderful well we did create the Starseed Business Networking meetings with the intention of supporting people and guiding them and giving them hints and tips. So it's so wonderful to yeah. hear a story like this because it it's it's what we created this group for. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I'm sure we'll see you at the next meeting. Yes, you will. I'm already registered. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yes, indeed, so, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for being with us, Giselle. If you'd like to connect with Giselle, then check out her website, giselbrunn.com. Right. Bye, everyone. Bye.